0: Hey, this is Hunter from the band Mood Ring, and you are listening to The Itch.
1: You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name
0: is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week, we are scratching The Itch for another follow-up. Last week, we mentioned how we've had a lot of incidents lately where we've covered the same band a couple of different times in a fairly close proximity, usually in a different fashion. Uh, Well, episode 101 was a conversation with Hunter Young of Mood Ring, and we finally got to go see Mood Ring live in concert.
1: Yeah, you uh, attempted to see, or were trying to attempt to see them, but uh, they had to cancel, I believe, like the day of or the day before they played Chicago.
0: Yeah, I found out, like within like a couple hours of when I was going to leave to go to the show that they had to bail on the tour because of COVID, which was great because I didn't know or care about any of the other bands on that particular tour. (laughs) And had I gone, I would have had a conundrum to deal with. But this time he was healthy. At least as healthy as Hunter Young ever seems to be.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I think it worked out because this ended up being a great show. I was thoroughly surprised it's one of those shows where, you know, it's going to be kind of a heavy set of, you know, all the bands are going to be pretty much metal and like, I I like metal, but like I'm more on the bubblegum side of metal, like where it's, you know, they still can sing a little bit, but I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with all the bands the whole entire
0: night. So the lineup we got to see at the red flag the other night, was headlined by a band called Dayseeker, and their main support was the word alive and then mood ring. And then uh, there was an opening act from St. Louis called in my silence. We want to mention them because apparently none of the other acts did. <laughs> the entire set. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: yeah, thanks to the he- opener. Like, man, come on.
0: Make One different. of them was like, we we didn't catch their name or something. Right. Or like we forgot what their name. We're like, well, uh, it's just due diligence to, <laughs> to shout out the opener, I guess. But in my silence, <laughs>
1: In my silence. That that was slightly disappointing that all the bands did that, but uh they did a nice job. I th- I thought they had some some positives. The the lead singer definitely brought a presence. Uh <laughs> he was screaming his screaming his head off for a lot of it and trying to get the crowd to mosh a lot, which <laughs> the crowd the theme of the night was crowd participation. And <laughs> multiple bands were trying to get uh crowd surfing happening, moshing happening, and for
2: most of the show, crowd wasn't having it. <laughs> I truly think they were saving their energy for Dayseeker. Yeah. Because Dayseeker just like blew it up. And like I tried to get to the bathroom during that band and it was like impossible. It was just people
0: like moving <laughs> yeah. everywhere, like just it was blockades, just it was insane. But shout out to In My Silence, because for one, we don't cover St. Louis bands like a lot on the radio or on the podcast. It's not we're not a local show per se. Obviously, we wear the St. Louis flag kind of on our sleeves to some degree. And the St. Louis flag is literally on the on the red flag venue. But we still like to see St. Louis bands succeed and have good moments. And those guys clearly were enjoying themselves as fans of the bands that they were opening for. And so that had to be a really cool experience for them.
2: Yeah, they had a great time the rest of the night. I, I think the drummer knew every single word to every, every single song from every single band, maybe not mood ring. I, don't, I didn't see him then, but like, yeah, <laughs> he was definitely a fan of the music and, and the whole entire band was, and they had a great time. I, I thought they, uh, I liked that th- that they represented St. Louis on stage. That was great. Yeah. So, you know, keep chugging away guys. Mood ring was second after the opener and they did not disappoint. Although so, me and Casey were talking about this, and you know, like, and Aaron already, already kind of mentioned it, is like you just never know what version of Hunter you're gonna get, because like when when I was prepping for our interview, he had like brown, kind of wavy hair. He looked, and I mean this is no no offense, but he looked to me like Mitch Hedberg, like he looked kind of like the hair like Mitch Hedberg, and then when we interviewed him. It was completely different. It was like black. Uh, it was like cut differently. Yeah, yeah.
1: He woke up <laughs> at bedhead.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then when seeing him in person, he had no hair
1: and a giant spider tattoo on the on
2: his head.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was badass. Yeah, he he had he had ink all over that head. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't know if that's new since we've seen since we uh talked to him last, but uh, yeah, it, it was definitely badass, that's for sure. But it definitely unprepared to see him ball that because I was looking for, I guess, like the black hair still,
0: yeah, yeah. I will say that to me, they did disappoint, but here's why <laughs> mostly <laughs> because they only had six songs, and at that, while I understand the idea to play stuff spread out. They only played four from Stargazer and Stargazer was one of my albums of the year so far, probably. And so I could hear that whole album start to finish and it would have been very happy. So only getting to hear four felt a little bit of a letdown. Um, But it wasn't particularly because their performance lacked or anything.
1: No, they had a quick
0: set. They They really did. did have a quick set, a very quick set. And given how long the other two performed, I feel like they could have cut, you know, five minutes into either or. Of the others and giving them to the muttering to give them a little more shine that would have been pretty cool.
1: Yeah, their stage show was actually kind of cool. They had, for most of their songs, they had like a lot of this anime video playing in the background, which was kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> it was a mashup of clips from an anime called uh, I don't know animes very well, but I I was reading what it was saying as it was playing. Uh, Evangelion. Okay. It looped twice ish throughout the set. Yeah, like when it finished it started over and it was just like all these like battle scenes and crap and so it was a strange thing to put behind them but they're a strange band and so it made sense in that way
2: yeah yeah they all had really good stage presence and it just put on a great show that's for sure I, I do agree with you that it, it was short it felt really uh, really uh, I don't know I wouldn't say like rods but like I just like as soon as you're getting into it it's like alright we're done we got one more song like no right, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so one one positive and one negative i can i can throw out there for one the timing of the band i thought was fantastic like there was multiple times when it either a song ends abruptly or there's like a breakdown or something in it that ends abruptly and they were on point like noise to silence in a split second everybody at the exact same moment they were super tight yeah to me hunter's voice is a major strength of that band and i felt that he was vocals were never high enough in the mix. I always wanted to hear a little bit more of him. Yeah. So that's not, again, that's not a fault of his per se. That's that's more on the on the sound that and it's not a huge complaint, but it's just uh, he deserved that spotlight for his voice at different times.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the the mix was definitely a weird um, and I don't think they really figured out until like halfway through the word alive, to be honest. <laughs> like yeah. That. And maybe, I don't know if that was the venue's sound guy that was trying to figure it out or or if the the tour brought their own sound guy or what. But yeah, and I don't know, according to the word alive guy, we just maybe weren't standing in the right spot either.
0: (laughs) We'll get to him, but yes, there is definitely that possibility, I suppose. (laughs) Yes. Uh, A couple of my favorite moments from that show, I will say, for one, One of the first things that he says when he gets up on the stage, Hunter is we're a band that likes to have fun. Yep. Which I thought was hilarious. And for two reasons, one considering um, how he was more of like a pacer back and forth across the stage. He has this big black coat on the whole time. And so he wasn't like a put your hands in the air, like jump around kind (laughs) of guy. The bands after him were. Yes. And so, and then two, I remember from our interview Him talking about we were talking about, you know, bands that are about mental health and talking about, you know, sticking with it. Things will get better. And he's like, we're not that kind of band. Like, we're not here to bring you hope. And so (laughs) which honestly is actually as time has gone on, kind of soured me on the band a little bit because I'm like, you are too nihilistic for me. Like, I have more hope about life than I feel like you do. But it was that just made it extra funny. He's like, we like having fun. (laughs) and I'm like, well, I hope you are. I don't quite. Yeah. maybe they later sang a song where he was like, <laughs> it was one of the songs from an older, their previous EP or something. He's like, this song is about drinking blood. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. I, if that's your way of having fun, I think you're going to have to miss me with that one. Cause <laughs> I, we don't have much in common Hunter.
1: <laughs> no, but they, they sounded great. Um, the cool part was after their set, they pretty much immediately went over to the, the merch booth. So we were able to walk over and shake his hand and, and chat with him. Dan got to chat with him a little bit.
2: I didn't say much. I just basically reintroduced myself um, and just said that you guys were here. And then I, I asked to get a shirt. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't catch you guys' conversations. <laughs> well, my conversation actually was to the to, to the uh, the merch guy. And so I, I'll kind of tell the story about that. So I... <laughs> I have been bringing markers to concerts ever since. Um, I went. went to some fucking concert and I didn't have a marker and like so I didn't get something signed because I didn't have a marker and I was pissed. I can't. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head, but anyway. So since then, like, and we were talking about it on our show at some point, or maybe it was off recording, but uh, we made a joke about like me getting markers and we ordered them and then we came like the next day. Yeah. And so. I brought a marker so that I could get a shirt signed by Mood Ring. It's just kind of the thing that I I don't know, I like doing. Like after we meet a band or, or interview them, I, I like to meet them in person and then get a shirt signed so I can have like evidence around me of all the shit that we've done. So, I <laughs> We went outside, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had my marker. I went outside. I went outside a couple times and I literally the third fucking time coming back into the building, the lady that was patting me down she she sees the marker in my hand and she's like I'm sorry I'm gonna have to confiscate your marker I was like what why are you confiscating mind you in my other hand is a federally illegal vape pen <laughs> but that's okay whatever <laughs> uh, so no she confiscates my fucking marker No, I was like no what? you can't I was like you can't, like, you can't take my marker She's like, well, I'm sorry, but I don't want you writing on things. I was like, for one, I'm not fucking 12, all right? <laughs> like,
0: Who's doing this? Like, yeah, like, I, was,
2: I was like, I have business cards to throw around. I'm not going to write on shit. I
0: have business cards to throw on. All, right? all right? We're semi-professional here.
2: Yes. Just don't just tag things. <laughs> So I was like, well, then can you give the marker to him? And I pointed at the merch guy for mood ring. Cause like, I was like, that's where I'm going to go. And that's the band that I want to sign my shirt. So give it to him Cause that's where I need my marker. And she's like, <laughs> so she reads, she goes over to the merch guy and, he, and she's like, uh, can you hold this, mar- this marker so he can get the band to sign his shirt? And he just looks like confused as shit. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So when the band was there, I told the merch guy, I was like, all right, man. Like I'm here for my marker. And <laughs> he gives me, gives me my marker back. I get the band to sign it. When I bought the shirt, I gave him a pretty good tip. I was like, man, that's that's the fee for hold my marker, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> I got my marker back, too. Good. Try to confiscate my fucking marker. What the fuck? Yeah, but... I always give her a business card and be like, here, if you see anything in fucking bronze writing, call me. Or-
1: <laughs> you can email us at itchrocks.com. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> it ain't me, bitch. Like- <laughs> no, but, but Hunter was at the merch booth and we walked up. Dan kind of reintroduced himself. We, Aaron and I tried to get behind you but there was a lot of people near hunter so it was kind of hard in the to... fucking
2: way for the beer yeah.
1: line that's what they were doing dude <laughs> yeah the beer line was ridiculous all night
2: long all fucking night. <laughs> it reached around the corner and down the road it was crazy uh yeah it was almost comparable to the uh the beer lines at, at the amphitheater yeah wow it was pretty bad like i mean because like people were just cutting in line and shit Where like the people actually like waiting and legitimately in line are like just getting fucked left and right and you're just like alright well I'm just gonna wait 20 more minutes for my beer I guess
1: <laughs> side note it was funny you got like excited because the beer line was quote unquote short at one point yeah
2: uh, no, it, it just turned a corner it was wrapped a different way <laughs> <laughs> I started standing there somebody's like dude the lines back there i'm like oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, so i still i still stuck with it
0: <laughs> perseverance yes. yeah
1: but we were able to chat with hunter and and he seemed to remember us which was cool and uh we got got our picture and he's he's cracking me up because he he pulled his Eyelids down with his
0: fingers for most of the pictures. (laughs) Most people uh... smile. Yeah, give a peace sign. Hunter's like, check out my eyelids. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm not gonna lie,
2: my four year old does that. Like in pictures, like, like, what are you doing, man? Like you can tell I didn't see that. You can tell in the picture I didn't see that. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like what are you? (laughs) You should not mess with your eyes like that, man. That's bad for your eyes. Like. That's the dad coming out of me, like, hey, "Don't do that, man! You're in your eyes."
1: But yeah, it was it was awesome to to chat with them a bit and see them live finally.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Shout out to uh, to their their guitarist, who we playfully referred to as Machine Gun Kelly while watching them, <laughs> because he was a tall, lanky, blonde guy, and yeah. MGK haircut. Yeah, he had a very similar haircut as well. But we did get to, to see him for just a second back there, too. And he was really cool. So shout out yep. to that guy. I like him. <laughs> yeah, got him to sign my shirt, too.
2: Yeah, oh, they were all great. They, they were oh, great on stage. And that, if I had to critique the first band a little bit more, just seeing the difference between Mood Ring and, and My Silence. Mood Ring, you know, the rest of the band, they moved. Like the, they were all engaging. Like the bassist, just he was up in front. He kind of moved back and like they would kind of switch around. And so I think that. Uh, if i'd give a suggestion to, in my silence just like move around a little bit more uh, not just the lead singer like the whole band needs to move especially the basis like your your basis of a metal band you can you move around it's all right <laughs> so yeah no that mood ring like their st- their stage presence was great and of course like you said uh um, you kind of had hunter pacing back and forth with his trench coat He's yeah dedicated dedicated to that trench coat he
0: really was Looking
2: like a mob boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially with his bald head, like he looked. Like, yeah, he totally looked like he was mafioso up there. He was the most intimidating frontman, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. very true. That is very true. Like I wouldn't want to owe him money. <laughs> uh, no, they they were great though. I I truly enjoyed watching and seeing them live, and and then uh, you know experiencing uh, meeting them all after uh, afterwards was just a, a great experience, and I truly appreciate them for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, shout out to those guys. You'll be hearing more about them later this year. Yeah, in our top twenty. <laughs> in yeah. In case yeah. that wasn't obvious, I'm just gonna <laughs> right
1: throw it out there. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of infectious energy, as you kind of kind of were there, <laughs> sort of, that was one of the things that Tyler Smith, the vocalist of The Word Alive, said early on in their set, and we we have thoughts on him. I want to note a couple things, and then I'll let you go into the the big theme of his performance. Um, <laughs> one. Uh, my man was rocking horizontal stripes, which is always a bold fashion choice. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thought, man. I was like, oh. He kind that- of pulled it off, to be honest, which is not did. an easy thing to do.
1: He, he did, but it was it was like, oh, that's that's
2: unfortunate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two, he if you look at his Wikipedia page, it says he's known for his ability to comprehensively alternate between melodic and screamed vocals, and I think that's actually really accurate. The dude had a good singing voice. And he could shriek like a boss.
2: Yeah. So I got to give him credit yeah, for that. I agree.
0: A couple of little tidbits for Word Alive fans that might be listening to this. One, he said specifically that a song, I believe he said it was called Searching for Glory, something to that effect, was his favorite song in the set. So there's a little trivia for you. And he also said that the next time that we see that band, they will have new music. So there's your thing if you're a Word Alive fan.
1: Their last album, I believe, was released in twenty twenty, so they're they're due yeah. for, for new music. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was just the song Thank You. Um he belted out a super long scream for I don't know how many seconds it was, but it was
2: a long time and it was impressive. He <laughs> <Nice. laughs> was a great front man. He had great stage presence. Um I will say he was a, you know i think we'll, we'll kind of talk about that in a second but he was a bit repetitive in the things that he said however <laughs> I, I will say uh it reminded me a lot of benji in the sense that he had a way of pulling you in like you know making you want to be a part of the show and then man he just kept picking on the dudes on the left <laughs> <laughs> all right we let's get into that let's go for kc yeah. <laughs> well let's say a couple
1: of things here okay he uh he really, really wanted the crowd to be way more engaging than what they were for their set. And he wanted people to crowd surf. He wanted people to mosh. <laughs> and they weren't really about it during that particular set.
0: Yeah, I want to note that I don't feel like people were like disengaged from the word alive. I think, no. the word al- yeah, I think I people were so digging the word alive. Yeah. But he wanted them to be digging the word alive in a different way than the crowd was actually responding. <laughs>
1: there's two things that he kept saying that kind of was funny to me. He kept asking the crowd if
2: we were awake, which yeah. was which strange. Almost kind of pissed me off to be honest. Like, cause like, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I don't know if he maybe he wasn't paying attention during Mood Ring, but like the crowd, other than like a little bit of uh, of a mosh pit, like the crowd really wasn't like jumping up and down. Like they were moving. They were jumping up and down for the word alive. And he's like, what are you asleep? Like, fuck you, dude. I'm 40 almost. All right. I'm fucking hurting by this time of the show.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and then the second thing that and I don't know if this is 100 percent what he said, but I kept hearing this over and over. He's like, all right, we got we got one more song. And then they play a song and, and we got one more song and then they play a song and we that got would one more be song. A great, what
0: if that was just a bit? <laughs> that would be a great bit. You just thinking, keep saying you have one more song for like six songs in a row.
1: <laughs> I kept I kept thinking to myself, is their set ever going to end?
0: Like what the was hell? so? It was long. Not, not bad, but long. Yeah.
1: No, no, it was great, but it was just, oh, it was just funny one of my favorite moments of the show was he told everybody to get low and so <laughs> Dan crouches down we were like didn't I didn't like, nope. get
2: low anyway man I like, didn't everybody got low around me I was like fuck uh, you gotta I like, get you got pretty like, low I don't want to stand out I respected
1: then, how low you got but then what made it great is he's like alright jump and then Dan
0: just <laughs> bowed up slowly just, just he's like yeah Like like four seconds for him to get up. His feet
2: never left the ground. I ain't jumping. Fuck that. He's
0: like, Almost 40, man. The concrete floor hurts. Right. He's like, I want everybody mosh and I want everybody crowd surfing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm pushing 40 and I know what a torn meniscus feels like. (laughs) I am not getting in the mosh pit. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The right. I was in a mosh pit, I busted my elbow. I s like 20 years ago. I still feel that shit,
0: man. Right. I'll give you some good headbanging. I'll, I'll even yeah. give you some toe tapping, a little bit of hopping around, maybe. But, you know, we're, we're not, the itch isn't getting in the pit. So <laughs> we're enjoying our time on the side of the stage. And that's just how that was. <laughs> I don't like
2: being near the pit, because like, when it opens up, you just get shoved around. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Why, yeah. are, you, why are you pushing me,
0: asshole? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this guy who's throwing karate chops in the air for no reason. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so that's when the itch sounds old, is whenever people start talking about getting in the pit, we're like, ah, oh, the pit is a young man's game. Oh, I was watching it just
2: thinking that the whole time. I was like, I don't get the point of this. I don't, You just yeah. run around and jump into people now. Like, Did I do this? Like, what the fuck is the point of that? And there, there was there
1: was really only one guy that tried, and he would like hop around. But I think he just wanted to
2: skip in a circle. And <laughs> yeah, he wanted to do a circle pit where there was not as much contact. Yeah, the other yeah. guy was not having it. He wanted to fuck some shit up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the two people that were there that wanted to mosh—that was one thing that that uh, Tyler kept kept saying He's like, "Who wants to mosh?" And then people would raise their hand. And he's like, "See." Lots of people want a mosh. Like, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like a few and it's the ones that you're seeing right there. Like, let the rest of us be ourselves. <laughs> I'll be quite honest, like, I was
2: almost just taken back when the first mosh pit opens yeah. because I'd been to a couple of shows at Red Flag and I mean they weren't metal shows no. but there was definitely not a mosh pit and like there no. wasn't crowd surfing I, was, I don't know if I've seen a venue actually allow crowd surfing in, in a long time yeah I, I was yeah. really like I was like wow they're just letting that shit happen okay
1: yeah we'll talk more about that here in just a second but so do we have any final, final thoughts on the word of life
0: um No, I mean, they put on a good show. I will say I I literally came to this show for Mood Ring and we discussed before it even started. We're like each of us were independently like, I don't know if I'm going to stay for this entire show. Just so you guys know, because we don't frankly, we didn't really know the word alive or Dayseeker. They clearly have a following. We weren't part of it. I have a funny
1: story that we should share about that as well. Before we move on, Um, we we went outside one of the times we went outside before Dan got his marker confiscated. (laughs) Um we were we were just kind of shocked the crowd size because we've we've seen quite a few shows at Red Flag and this this show was packed. It was and so they said they had like five hundred people there. Yeah. We were just talking about how shocked we were that how packed it was, and we're like every you know, every word alive or dayseeker fan is is here right now and then (laughs) a girl walks by everyone's like
0: in St. Louis, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a girl walked by, and she's like, "I'm not from St. Louis, but I, I'm a huge <laughs> Word Alive fan, or whatever." She said,
2: "Like, yeah, more awesome, power, more power, cool to, power you. to
0: you! Cool, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're excited for you." And they put on a great show. I'm sure she was fucking excited because they, they were really good.
0: Yeah. In my defense, what I want to note here though is just, I drove from Chicago to St. Louis, and I literally went, I went straight to this show, so I was already kind of fatigued. So like. The fact that we actually stayed for the entire show to me is a testament to how good the bands were doing already. Yeah, because I could have gone home and been quite happy. But I kept with each new band that came up. We're like, you know what? They're doing all right. I can check this out for a while. Mm -hmm. All right. Before we move on to the headliner here, can I give you the the shirt alert rundown? Because this is the most epic one I've had yet. And I'm really (laughs) proud of it. (laughs) I want to read the whole thing.
2: Okay. I didn't see that many, but you obviously pay more attention than I did. There was...
0: It was mad diverse and also <laughs> the biggest crowd that I've done this thing at. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start at the beginning here. Um, first of all, uh, I was rocking a Teenage Wrist shirt and Dan was rocking Breaking Benjamin. So that's two right there. Yeah. Mostly I talk about bands, but occasionally there's some other stuff in here. So here's here we go. Veil of Maya, the Chariot, Beartooth. Something I swore said Gray Days Tour 2021, which is not a thing that I believe happened. Not sure how that was there, but there we go. Tons of Dayseeker and Word Alive shirts. Sleep Token. The Devil Wears Prada. The Ghost Inside. Shania Twain. (laughs) Wage War. All-time low. Nine Inch Nails. It was actually a hoodie, but we're going to count it anyway. A Bunch of Bad Omens. Hannah Montana. Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Newfound Glory, Mood ring, Off With Their Heads, The Black Dahlia Murder, Lamb of God, Iron Maiden, Austin 316, yep. <laughs> a Wainwright jersey, Dance Gavin Dance, Star Set, Under Oath, somebody from the opening band had an Arenado jersey, somebody had a Say What Festival shirt, one of the guys from The Word Alive had a Nirvana shirt, Story of the Year, Landmarks, a yadi Molina shirt, which is awesome, Norse Fitness, which sounds awesome, whatever it is, and was worn by this massive hulk of a dude. So there's your proof of concept that it probably works. And the Acacia strain. So that had to be like 40.
2: (laughs) My favorite was seeing the New Found Glory guy, because he was like up front for these metal bands. And like, it's a New Found Glory live show t-shirt. Yeah, Uh, that was just because like that seemed way out of place. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I've just grown to appreciate New Found Glory. I think it's from listening to Playlist Wars where every episode, almost every episode, Brian's like talking about a song and he's like, also New Found Glory covered that song. It's like a running gag because they've covered so many famous songs. I believe it. So respect to them. Also, just because they still exist being a pop punk band for like 25 years or something. That's not the easiest thing to do. Agreed. Anyway, on to Dayseeker, who so much of the crowd was clearly there to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That. Speaking of that,
2: so I, I was really surprised because, like we said, there was about five hundred people there, and they knew every single word, to every single song. It was, I mean, it was impressive. I, I will say that. Like, and they were they were loud, but they weren't loud to where like they overpowered the singer. So I did appreciate that too. Yeah. 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 Agreed. There.
1: Yeah, they kind of in that respect, it kind of reminded me of like Breaking Benjamin back in the day, like when Mm. it just was really popular in St. Louis in the early days. So that's that's kind of a comparison that I thought happened there as far as crowd reaction.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that they had that big of a following in St. Louis. Uh, or, I mean, maybe it was just a lot of people just there to see a good show. I don't know, because I, I did hear a couple of people talking, like, oh man, there was nobody there was nowhere near this many people here yesterday. Like, oh, just <laughs> go down to the red flag every every weekend, every every night on the weekend. In,
0: in fairness, uh Hunter brought that up too, something like that. Remember, he was said <laughs> yeah, he he like, we're in Springfield last night, and then he's like, This you guys are way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My first interesting note is a is a two-parter. So I don't know if you guys caught it, but the the finale of the Word Alive Setlist is a song called Why Am I Like This, which includes this in like interpolation. They basically they they have their own take on U2's Sunday Bloody Sunday as part of the chorus.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And so it was funny to me, because between sets I went in the bathroom and I come out and the first thing I see is Dayseeker. you know, they've taken the stage, isn't their vocalist Roy Rodriguez, who we're gonna definitely need to talk about more. Yeah, is he's got kind of this jacket on and like these glasses. And my first thing that I that I think already having you two on the brain is that guy kind of looks like Bono up there, (laughs) which I just thought was a funny transition from one band to the next. He did. If you look closer, but for a moment, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I I get you. I get what you're saying there.
0: (laughs) So I think the reason that Rory and this band had the crowd as, as well as they did was because they talked about so many very relatable things. Yeah. And this yeah. might have been why I'm going to put it out there. Dayseeker, they we've kind of already touched on this, but the pit and the crowd surfing and just the general crowd activity was effortless. Like that dude, he, he didn't ask the crowd to do much. They were already just doing it on their own. And so maybe <laughs> that got me thinking, like, you know, he also would tell stories between songs about, you know, this song is about a friend of mine who had anorexia or this song is about sexual assault or like it's some heavy stuff like the loss of my father was some some heavy stuff but stuff that people can relate to
1: yeah yeah
0: and i think that whereas he just spoke from his heart about some things whereas the word alive guy was kind of trying to instruct you on what to do yeah it seemed that the crowd connected better with day seeker for that reason just hearing relatable statements from the guy on the stage and responding to them with their energy
2: yeah i mean it it helps that i think that most of them were there to see day seeker sure yeah (laughs) They definitely knew like every single word, every single song. But yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. Like he commanded the stage well and he, he has amazing voice. Yeah. We had heard the song on uh, Octane, like right before we got out of the car uh, when we were pulling up to the venue. And that was the first thing I noticed, like even on, on the recording of the song is like, he just has a really good voice and it translated very, very well live. He, He was amazing. Um, Like the way that he just is able to like you you said it about the um, the lead singer, of the word alive, being able to transition from singing melodically to screaming. And and this dude did it effortlessly as well. Mm -hmm.
0: They also had another one of the other members of the band did some some screaming, some unclean vocals as well. And there was at least a couple points in the set where they had this like dual scream thing going on, which even as a guy who doesn't love screaming, I was like, that is a pretty cool sound like you guys somehow like harmonized a shriek like good job
1: (laughs) yeah they definitely had some some varsity vibes to me like i i think if Hmm. they toured if they toured with varsity i think that'd be a pretty pretty cool
0: show the itch is gonna book that tour on twitter very (laughs) soon (laughs) follow us on twitter that's a bit that we do every once in a while we take a couple of bands and pair them together and suggest that they should tour you
2: know this is a band that like after seeing them live like i i had to look them up and see a couple songs and just see how well they translated and like because of the energy that they had they were better live than what i saw on like the videos like it, that's one reason why i love being introduced to bands live sometimes cuz they just it just flows better like and the other thing i really appreciated about them too is that they didn't use a lot of like backing sounds like computer sounds yeah. I mean, there was a there was a little bit of that but not much like it was all instrumental, you know, and it was mainly just all music.
1: Well at a, at one point, uh, you know, the whole band kind of walked off stage and Rory just bust out a acoustic guitar and just started playing for a couple minutes and then the then the rest of the band joined in at the tail end of the song. But that was that was a cool moment. That sounded great. He sang
2: his ass off for that song. Yeah he did.
0: I was really hoping you would bring that up. So like are you guys familiar with the concept of Chekhov's gun? Mm -mm. all right it's like it's like a theater theater like storytelling term it's like if somebody sets like a gun down in the first act of a play it needs to be fired by the third act and (laughs) the whole night long there was this acoustic guitar sitting in the back of the stage (laughs) nobody uses it and so i'm like why is that even there no like and why has it been there this whole time and finally like near the very end of Dayseeker's set, he grabs the acoustic guitar and plays a song i'm like oh okay there's the gun he, he did it. <laughs> it Maybe it was so satisfying cuz I was just very confused as to why he wasn't using it before. Yeah, you you thought
2: like it was cuz it was initially on set for a mood ring and they're like is mood ring going to play an acoustic song? i was Like I, don't, yeah. I highly doubt that. Right. Right. I was, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like do they, do they do that? I didn't know they did that. <laughs> they don't.
0: No, but they, they secret have six
2: songs to play anyway. They're not going <laughs> to
0: use it. To no, it. they're not. But I will note one thing that those two bands had in common. This is something that I thought was funny that Dayseeker said at one point in the set. I think it might have been after the like song about anorexia or whatever. He goes, "You guys are all here to get sad with Dayseeker tonight," and he's like, <laughs> "He's like, you know what you signed up for when you came to this show," <laughs> <laughs> which I think thought was funny. And it also made me appreciate the word alive being in the middle because they were like the layer of like excitement and like the sadness sandwich of day seeker and mood ring
1: (laughs) right and i'm pretty sure right after that they played the song burial plot which was like oh gosh yeah yeah, yeah. i think you're right (laughs) yeah like all right then (laughs) i don't know they their last full-length album sleep talk came out in 2021 and then now they've released two singles just Mm. by themselves for this year so i don't know
2: what that means for them Going forward, but they were cool. very good. Yeah, they played one of the singles live and it's it's kind of probably their most melodic song. And I, I believe it was actually the song that we heard on Octane as well. The song called Without Me. I appreciated it. But I'm kind of glad that I did get to see them live because, like, I also appreciated their heavier stuff, too. Like, yeah, he's got a great melodic voice, but, like, they rocked. Like, they were, you know, in your face, had a lot of energy. And, like, I don't know how people do it. Um, Maybe it's the alcohol. uh, But (laughs) I, like, almost 40, like, just... By that time in the show, like I'm not I'm not able to just run around, jump in and, and like they had so much energy and just fed off the crowd. Like the crowd fed off the band, the band fed off the crowd. It was it was just awesome. It was incredible.
0: Oh, can I speaking of a lack of energy, and then also <laughs> um the guy from Word Alive keep telling people to, you know, are you awake and whatever? Uh shout out to the couple who brought their like three or four year old yeah. who was a trooper and made it like most of the way through the show. I think she fell asleep during Dayseeker. Yeah. That kid, that kid was hardcore. And then also <laughs> shout out, uh, there's we're midway through one of the sets and Dan's like, Hey, look, look over there that way. And I'm like, what it's like that guy is totally about to fall asleep on his girlfriend. <laughs> and there's this dude, like you know, he's standing behind his girlfriend, and he was nodding off hardcore in the middle of his. Set. I thought he was just gonna pass
2: out on her and just collapse. Like yeah, he's <laughs> gonna crash, and everybody goes crashing down. He's, like, he's gonna fall on her. <laughs> Dominoes. Yeah, I like to people watch when I when I go to concerts. And <laughs> That's on. one thing like I notice is like, oh my god, is it gonna happen? Oh my god, <laughs> he's gonna kill her! Okay. <laughs> so all so, that yeah. to say, not everyone
0: stayed awake through
2: this set. <laughs> now, and you know, it's funny is the, the the dad of the little girl was uh, my beer buddy. Um, we oh, yeah. stood in line together. <laughs> in <front of> fucking... <laughs> We waited forever for that goddamn beers. <laughs> you guys and were waiting guy, like, for soda and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, waiting three hours to get
0: beers. <laughs> well, because like
2: we we all became friends, like me and the two guys in front of us. Because like I said, all these people tried to cut in, and so finally the guy, thank God, because I'm a, I don't want to be a dick because I'm a small guy. Like I'm, you know, <laughs> like I can, I can be a dick. Don't get me wrong but I'm a small guy and, you know, usually can't back it up unless you guys are near me. So uh, you weren't me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting in a fight just because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting yeah. mad at somebody I, in the beer I'm line. Not getting in a fight. It's just the intimidation factor, motherfucker. Okay. I'm yeah. standing standing behind yeah. you.
1: If I'm just standing next to you, then yeah, nothing's like, going to happen.
0: <laughs> like when John from Lydia's Castle met us at that show and he was like, yeah. are you a bodyguard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so we're standing in line, like, all these people are like cutting in and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm just getting riled up because I ain't gonna say anything. Like, it's just like, man, let all these people just cutting in, dude. You, you gonna let that happen? <laughs> 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 so, not the guy in front of me, but the guy in front of him. He's like, no, 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 that's, that's a good point. No, no. And so <laughs> he starts, he starts, Josh. <laughs> He starts uh, bouncing, man. He starts—he's like, letting people in. Like, no, no, like he's like, no, back in line, back there, guys, back there. He's like just hes directing people where to go at that point. <laughs> I had him on point,
1: traffic control. Right?
2: Yeah, because like there's a, the reason why I I got his attention is because like the first guy that kind of cut in was this big dude, right? He's a really big dude, and I I don't want to say anything, and so he's like, he, so he taps the guy on the shoulder. He's like, hey, man, lines back there. He's like, oh oh man where is it he's like it's all the way back there. he's like you sure he's like yeah man it's all the way back there <laughs> and so the guy finally left I was like my man
0: <laughs>
1: and then you waited another 20 minutes
0: yeah this is going to start a new series Dan's Adventures in Beer Lines it's yeah. <laughs> just going to be a whole new series <laughs> and, and you know, honestly, that'd probably be a
2: really good series the drunker I got, too. <laughs> I'm a very social drunk. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you did to record me at that point, because you wouldn't believe <laughs> half the shit that came out of my mouth. <laughs> Thankfully, you haven't done that in a long time no it's called responsibility right it's (laughs) called having children yeah i don't want to be an ass in front of my like and have somebody record me like oh did you see your dad last weekend like oh gosh no what do you do oh let me show you
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man Anyway. So yeah, all things considered, I, I mean, I, speaking for myself, and I think you guys would agree, I don't think we regretted staying for the entirety of that show, even though we, you know, again, didn't know but one band on the bill.
2: Yeah. No, my ears were
0: ringing. It was a good concert. For sure. For the whole <laughs> next day. And I had earplugs in most of the night. And I still had a ringing for a long and time. And we
2: stood to the left of the stage and, let, you know, against yeah, the yeah. Lord of Lives, better, better wishes. <laughs> Honestly, the sound was better over there, in my opinion. I, I agree. I I felt it, yeah. And we didn't mention this, but like he basically kept taunting. I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't say taunt, but like kept calling the guys out on the right side of the stage. Uh, If you're looking at the stage, it's left, but I guess it's stage right. Yeah. And so he like was like, I don't know if you guys know this, but the sound you're you're not even here. You're not even in the right dimensions for the sound. Science says that the best sound is going to be in front of the (laughs) stage, guys. We were like, no. It's like, no, my ears say that I'm <laughs> going to be perfectly
0: fine right the fuck here, man. Like, no. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> he, he couldn't let it go. You're bordering on obsessive, sir.
2: <laughs> let the yeah, people where
0: yeah, yeah. they will.
2: And, and, and it was funny because like, I felt like the one guy he was actually talking to the entire night, like basically calling out, like at the end of the show, he gives him like a,
0: a fist bump. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah like, no, five. dude, he's been yeah. calling
2: you out all night. Why are you giving him a high five?
0: Like. <laughs> Well, see, my thought on that was like, "Hey, the people at the front of the stage—they didn't get any fist bumps and high fives. Yeah, true. That's true. the benefit of standing on the side. Maybe you just get a little, a little five from somebody. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I like the side, like not completely the side stage, but like I like a little, a little side angle. Uh, you know, I don't know. We're we're always kind of stage right, so what can I say? <laughs> it's like where I like to be.
1: So we'll have to wait and see what. Holds in store for us uh, for the next concert.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> Before we get into that, can I say one one my one thing that I really enjoyed about Dayseeker? Sure. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't actually hear him say this. You guys told me this as we were leaving. They finished their last song, and the lights come up, and I'm like, "Is there is there an encore?" He's like, "They're like no." And yeah. He just, he just said we don't do encores. Dayseeker yeah. doesn't do encores, and I think that's kind of awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. And he he straight up said he's like. This is our last song, and I'm sorry, guys. We don't do encore[s]. And they played it, and they walked off the
0: stage. They left. Yeah, it was done. <laughs> they headed for the exits. They believed them. They knew.
1: Yeah, and the, yeah, I, I pointed, I pointed the way, and you're like, "Are they going to do an encore?" I'm like, "No." He's, he said they're not going to.
0: Yeah, I missed him. <laughs> I missed him saying it, but I appreciate it because, like, an encore, you know, it's it's so far past its purpose at this point. It used to be this bonus, like surprise, like you know, you got a little time. Now it's like an expected thing. Now it's just a breather. Yeah, and its I mean, it's cool if they had come back out and played a few more songs, I wouldn't have been mad. But I also just think it's neat to not.
2: <laughs> I think back in the day, like it was always a surprise too, because like the lights would maybe come up a little bit, but not all the way. Yeah. And so it was always a, sh- a surprise. Like nowadays, like the lights tell you whether or not it's going to be an encore. And at this yeah. point, it's just a 15 minute fucking break for the band with right. the set, which is fine. I agree. Some bands probably need that like metallica i completely understand them taking an the encore like go fucking take your break man you guys are old like i i would much rather you go out <laughs> here and give me some more energy like you know for that last two songs like i'm cool with that if that's what you need to do to collect yourself
0: i just call it an intermission in the middle of the set and be like yeah I agree <laughs> primus does that primus yeah. had an inter- every
2: time i've seen primus they've had an intermission yeah nice <laughs> so it, it, i agree with that i because i um nothing more didn't do an encore correct it was one of the bands that we saw recently it was the same thing yeah i don't i don't i thought it I don't was think, nothing more yeah i don't think they did an encore either because we were like what that's it like yeah, no yeah. like, Who are you doing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true, you just played like 20 minutes longer than you damn it <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah so I, I i truly appreciate when bands just focus on playing as much music and, and not screwing around with the time that they have and, and fiddling off stage if they're given you know, a set amount of time for the, the show.
0: That's yeah.
2: true. But I mean, if you're a big band like Down or something, <laughs> then do your fucking encore, man. Like people expect it, you know, at that yeah. point. Yeah. But, you know, do you? <laughs> all that to say, it was a really good night of music
1: from all the bands over there.
2: Yeah, and just real quick shout out to my wife for letting me go. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She won't hear this because she never listens to our show, but I <laughs> do. <laughs> I do love her. She is great. <laughs> she allows me to go. She well, she allows me to be myself and uh, to you know go to these concerts and have lots of fun and uh, be responsible. For, she's while well, while she's being responsible for our children. So, yep, I appreciate that. Shout out to Anna. Yep. Shout out. Yeah, because we both get to be uh, unresponsible on Wednesday when we're seeing our next concert.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that show and about the episode that will inevitably come out of it.
2: Super, super fucking stoked for that. Be on the lookout. <laughs> yep. So let us know what you think. If you've seen these bands live, we definitely like to hear. Um, or just anything, any kind of impression you have of these bands. Like We were really stoked to, to learn about them and, and to find out about them really this is the first time for all of us I think for most of these bands besides yeah. me obviously yeah so thank you very much for listening to The Itch my name is Dan I'm Casey and I'm Aaron and until next time go see live music
0: if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode please subscribe and tell a friend about The Itch
1: check out the show notes for links about the episode as well as our new music playlist and where
2: you can hear us every Sunday night And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.
0: Ah, the pit is a young man's game.